0: Thank you for listening to the shock fantasy podcast shock fantasy is your home for the busy players fantasy information at shock fantasy we provide quick hitting charts graphics and dashboards to help you win in season long in best ball in DFS and in dynasty leagues. I'm Matt Harrison longtime co host of the longest running fantasy football show in the history of the world fantasy football weekly. Shock Fantasy is what I use to prep for my deep dives into the matchups on Fantasy Football Weekly, and you can have all the access to the same data that helps me win. If you're not already a member of Shock Fantasy, use the promo code POTATO, that's P-O-T-A-T-O, to get your Shock Fantasy season-long, year-long pass. For only $25 That's only 6.9 cents per day Remember to use the promo code Potato at checkout At shockfantasy.com That's shockfantasy.com Promo code potato Now, on with the podcast Now first off, how would we describe shock? (laughs) Welcome to the fantasy (laughs) Nice Nice Man, you are one pathetic loser. Ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Shock Fantasy Podcast. It is Wednesday night. My name is Matt Harrison. What I'm going to do today is I'm going to attempt to preview the Thursday night football game. And why I say attempt to preview the Thursday night football game is COVID is dropping these players like flies. This is take two of the podcast. The first one you'll never hear because immediately after I got done recording that podcast, the San Francisco 49ers announced a couple more players put on the COVID list It's Green Bay. It's San Francisco. Let's just start at the beginning. Let's go to the Green Bay side where both Jamal Williams and A.J. Dillon are both out on the COVID-19 list. And Aaron Jones has been dealing with a calf injury and has been limited in practice this week. If Jones goes, I guess you can give him a solid B grade, but I don't feel very great about it. The Niners, even though their defense is completely retooled due to all of their injuries to the position... They're still one of the best running back teams or running back defenses in the league. In fact, they are the top running back defense in the league as far as fewest fantasy points allowed to the position. For context, the Niners have allowed 212 rushing yards and one touchdown to the running back position over their last 3 games. Now, Dalvin Cook had more fantasy points than that against a Packers defense last Sunday. We'll get to that Packers defense in a little bit. That's just, you know, an extra little stab at my Packer fan friends there. Only one running back has topped 63 yards against the 49ers this year. That's why if Jones doesn't play, and there's still a possibility that he doesn't, His backups, Tyler Irvin and Dexter Williams, are basically off the board and on your bench. A B grade if Jones does go just because he's got enough talent that he can top that 63-yard mark. and He's in play as a pass catcher, and I think that he can probably score. Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, I'm giving both of them solid A grades this week. I mentioned last week on Fantasy Football Weekly that when the Niners are faced with a good quarterback, they fold like 7-2 offsuit and Russell Wilson is a good quarterback, and he tore them up for four touchdown passes last week. Evidently, they're letting him cook in Seattle. It's a homecoming game of sorts for Aaron Rodgers as well, being a no-cal kid, plus the difficult running back matchup and coming off an embarrassing loss at home for the Packers. I think Rodgers bounces back here, and, and really, On the Adams side, all you got to do is remember what DK Metcalf did from the same wide receiver position on the field last week. So both Rodgers and Adams are pretty easy A's in this. The other pieces on the Packers, Robert Tunyon, tons of fun Tunyon, Jay Sternberger maybe, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. I'd rather bench them all if I could – If I'm going to play one, it's Tunyon. The Niners really haven't played much for noteworthy tight ends on the season so far. Mike Gasicki did get five catches for 91 yards, and the combo of Zach Ertz and Richard Rodgers had seven catches a few weeks back. And Tunyon's averaging about five targets per game over his last five games. That number really hasn't changed all that much since Devontae Adams returned. So... I'm going to give Tunyon a C grade with Jason MVS as kind of desperation D grades if you absolutely need a dart throw in this one, but it's a Thursday night game, so you won't need a dart throw in this one. Let's talk about the Niners for a minute, and they're absolutely bonkers bananas. Depth chart right now, especially on the offensive side. Tevin Coleman, out. Raheem Mostert, out. Uh... Jeff Wilson out. <laughs> Jamichael Hasty and Jarek McKinnon are your running backs right now. And Jamichael Hasty did out touch Jarek McKinnon 13 to seven in the game last week as McKinnon's still battering, battling the tired legs. He was involved in the passing game and kind of a change of pace role. And I think that's what we're going to see from McKinnon, uh, at least for the next few weeks. Cause I don't think that he's ready to be a feature back right now. So, I'll give Hasty a B grade in this one. McKinnon gets a C just because the Niners are absolutely out of playmakers on the skill position side of the field. McKinnon might get some run as a wide receiver in this one. Yeah, legitimately a wide receiver. Now, we all did see what the Packers defense had done to them against Dalvin last week, and that that wasn't nothing right there. Remember, Gary Kubiak And his offense is an offshoot of the Shanahan family offense. So it would not surprise me if the Niners ran the ball 30 times in this game, especially since their passing game is absolutely annihilated by injuries and COVID. Before I get to that, though, I want to mention one more guy, Kyle Juszczyk. He's their fullback. He's the highest paid fullback in the league, and he's more of a hybrid tight end fullback guy. And we could see him deployed in several different ways this week. If you're looking for a dirt cheap option on DraftKings in the showdown mode. And last week in the showdown mode, I called Curtis Samuel as your captain. And it worked out. This week, I'm going to make a same bold call. And we're going to say Kyle Juszczyk. Use check, Use that hashtag. Use check. He'll only cost you $1,000 for a roster spot, which means he's only $1,500 in the captain slot in this game. And if you use him in the captain slot, he doesn't need to return that high of a value from there. Plus, you have all the money. You can get whoever you want in the rest of the positions just by putting Kyle Juszczyk in your captain spot. And with the tight end injuries, the wide receiver injuries, Kyle Juszczyk caught two passes last week. He might be in for six to seven touches this week just because they don't have anybody else right now. I can't believe they're playing this game. Let me get to that right now. Nick Mullins is starting at quarterback for an injured Jimmy Garoppolo. Mullins had a decent time in relief, throwing for 238-2 and about a half a game's work last week. Granted, that's against a legendarily bad Seattle pass defense. Green Bay is better, we think at pass defense, although they have allowed multiple passing scores in 5 of 7, and 3 of the last 5 quarterbacks they faced have topped 285 yards. One of the ones who didn't was Kirk Cousins in that crazy windy game last week. So Mullins, I'm giving a C-plus in this one. I think he's got a shot. The problem is I'm now downgrading that C-plus to probably a C-minus just because he's got no one to throw to. Brandon Ayuk and Kendrick Bourne, They have been both thrown in the COVID protocol and are out this week, as is Debo Samuel, as is Travis Benjamin, Chris Thompson, Jalen Hurd, (laughs) Richie James doesn't look like he's going to play. So your wide receivers for the San Francisco 49ers this week, Trent Taylor, who normally plays out of the slot when he does play, but that's not very often, and newly signed River Craycraft. Yeah, that's it. Trent Taylor and River Craycraft are likely your two starting wide receivers for the 49ers and really probably the only healthy wide receivers that they have on roster this week. It's an absolute crazy thing. I've never seen anything like this before where a team just doesn't have enough wide receivers. So you could see the Niners go with some really weird and wacky formations Uh, It's it's a run-favorable matchup, so maybe they line up as many tight ends as they have, which isn't many, by the way, because George Kittle is on IR. Jordan Reed is still on IR, although practicing in a limited capacity this week. But they haven't taken the IR designation off of him, so they don't have to report what his practice designation is, but we know that he hasn't gotten through a full practice in full capacity. So Reed is still on IR, which means Ross Dwelly and Charlie Werner. Werner are your two tight ends for the Niners this weekend. So they got two tight ends. They got two healthy wide receivers. They got two healthy running backs and one is only half healthy. And then they have Fullback Kyle check. This is absolutely crazy. I think Kyle check is in the game a lot, and that's why I think I'm gonna captain him this weekend or tomorrow night, Thursday night on fan duel. So I did mention that the wide receiver situation is kind of a mess. I don't really think that I would start any of them. Trent Taylor does run from the slot more often, and the slot seems to be the only place. That the Packers can kind of be burned from. Uh, Randall Cobb had eight catches for 95 yards two weeks ago. Chris Godwin had five for 48 from the slot. That's not that great, but it's something. Emmanuel Sanders scored from the slot. So did Adam Thielen twice in week one. So if you're going to start a wide receiver, it's probably Trent Taylor. Uh, whoever's on the outside will face Jair Alexander and Jair Alexander has been shutting everybody down. Uh, Justin Jefferson only managed three for 26 the week before Will Fuller was held for two, three catches, 35 yards and a score. The week before that, Mike Evans was held to one catch and 10 yards. It's a disaster. So in conclusion, Jamichael hasty, probably a B grade. I think he gets a lot of work in this one. Kyle Juszczyk. I think he's a C grade in this one, as is Jarek McKinnon. You can probably throw Trent Taylor in as a desperation D and maybe Ross Dwelly, who scored a touchdown last week after George Kittle went down. Maybe George Kitt- or Ross Dwelly is even in play as a C grade, but I really don't like the matchup all that much. So it's going to be nasty, <laughs> but you can definitely get a Kyle Juszczyk Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams core going, and then I think fill out your lineup with the rest of the guys that you see fit, like Aaron Jones, if he plans on playing. There you go. There you have it. That is the murky, muddy, weird Green Bay at San Francisco game. All we need out of this game, too, is like monsoon rain and 50 mile an hour winds just to really mess with this one. Wouldn't that be fun? Or the fog rolls in off the bay. And uh, yeah, we just we can't see the ball five feet in front of us. What a great game that would be. Could we get some weather like that? That would be fun. At Explosive Output on Twitter is me, Matt Harrison, at Shock Fantasy as well. I appreciate everybody who subscribes to the show on whatever podcast platform you are listening. Also, rate and review our podcast so other people can find it. This is our you know, free content that we give out to people from shock fantasy. And if you're not a member yet, I encourage you to go become a member at shock fantasy. I have a big surprise coming right around Thanksgiving for all of the shock fantasy members. And that will be announced very, very soon. But next week, you'll hear me back again on the shock fantasy podcast, talking about waiver wire on uh, Monday or Tuesday. And talking the Thursday night football game on Wednesday, so you will hear that right here. Stay tuned for that. For all of you, this is Matt Harrison. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you again next time.